If you've ever thought of quilting your own projects but just don't know where to start, I have the perfect first steps for you. I've put together a PDF guide. I call it Three Steps Toward Freehand Freedom. These are the baby steps, but they can help you move past your overwhelm and show you that yes indeed, freehand quilting can be learned. So if you'd like to snag this PDF, there's a link in the show notes, or if you're an Instagram user, just message me three steps. That's the number three, S-T-E-P-S, and I'll send you that link. Let today be the day you get started. Welcome to Measure Twice, Cut Once, the podcast filled with life and business lessons learned from a quilter. This episode is sponsored by my Freehand Quilting Masterclass. This is my standout program that not only teaches specific quilting designs, but also thought processes that enable you to create your own original work with confidence. It also has a strong emphasis on how you practice so that you get results instead of mere repetition. So think for a second. How wonderful would it feel to load a quilt and just start quilting? I promise, just like calligraphy or patisserie baking, freehand quilting is a skill that can be learned. Ever quilted yourself into a corner? There's a solution for that. Have you puzzled over how to travel from one motif to another? There's an easy method for that too. Ever wondered how to avoid the soldiers in a row look? Yeah, it's not pretty. And you guessed it, there's a fix for that one too. So my promise, Students will emerge from this course with no more paralysis. Instead, you'll have confidence in your quilting decisions and skills, a vastly more relaxed approach, and a huge repertoire of designs to use in your everyday quilting. It's all about elevating your skill and lowering your shoulder tension. For more information, click the link in the show notes or head to stitchedbysusan.com under the Freehand Masterclass tab. Today I want to talk to you about the ubiquitous phrase, quilt as desired. Doesn't that just fill your heart with dread when you read it? I know it has for me. So how does one go about deciding what to quilt on a particular project? Well, here's what I know. There's room for both custom and edge-to-edge quilting. And let me quickly define those terms. Edge-to-edge is just what it sounds like. From one edge to the other of the quilt, The same design, no stops for thread breaks or color changes or blocks or borders, just the same coverage across the whole quilt. And then custom is the opposite. It's when you do have area-specific quilting in a block or in a border, or there are different colors throughout the quilt. That's custom quilting. And sometimes that is called for. Here's when I think it's most beneficial. Perhaps you're making a particular special quilt and you want... Um, a motif in it, for example, that's meaningful to whoever the quilt is for, or you want to write something in it in words or something special and specific, then custom is definitely called for. Or maybe you're wanting to try out some new quilting skills. Maybe you've just started learning ruler work and you want to practice it, or some specific fills that you want to try and you'd like to take them out for a spin. A custom quilt is a really good place to do that. Perhaps your quilt is for art, just for enjoyment. It's a wall hanging and you want it to have something really interesting or eye-catching. You might want to do custom quilting on it. 
And maybe even you're going to enter your quilt in a show and you're hoping for a ribbon. So you want that wow factor. You want something that's really going to catch the judge or the viewer's eye and bring you home a ribbon. That's a great time to try out some detailed custom quilting. But there are lots and lots and lots of quilts. I would venture to say the majority of the quilts that we make are for comfort reasons. They're for family members. They're to celebrate occasions like graduations and babies being born and even weddings. And they're going to be used, or we hope they're going to be used and loved. And we want them to be beautiful and serviceable. And perhaps we don't want to invest tons and tons of hours into them. This is where edge-to-edge -edge quilting comes into play. And I kind of want to dispel the myth that it's settling, that it's second best quilting. It can equally be beautiful in its own way. So maybe you're guessing by now which type of quilting I love most, but I just love to do an edge-to-edge -edge quilting that perfectly suits a quilt and suits who it's for and beautifies that quilt that to me is the ultimate satisfaction. So think of an edge-to-edge -edge design as texture. Think of it as a foil for beautiful fabrics or a beautiful pattern. And it's not necessarily the thing that catches your eye first, but it highlights, it plays up the features of the quilt. That to me is beautiful quilting. So it can create a texture or a very even coverage across the quilt. It can even, in fact, be easy to personalize. And what I mean by that is to make it unique to the particular project. So say the fabric in this quilt has a particular kind of flower or vine in it. It's pretty easy to recreate that in your quilting so that the quilting exactly matches and plays up the quilt that it is used on. Edge-to-edge -edge quilting is also really economical. If you're, if you're quilting for yourself, and time is what you're investing, this is a really big consideration. You know, if it is a quilt that you've put 75 or 100 hours into piecing, maybe you do want to invest another 20 or 30 beefing it up with custom quilting. But if it's a more couch style quilt that you've, you know, whipped up on a Saturday, you probably don't want to invest that same 20 or 30 hours into the quilting. So there's a real savings in using an edge to edge design. Custom, I find, can take twice or three times or five times as long as an edge-to-edge -edge design. So you really want to consider the time that you want to spend on a particular quilt. And then too, if quilting freehand is your jam, as it is mine, then quilting entire quilts with one design is absolutely doable. It, it doesn't require being an artist. It's really about scale and balance and appropriateness. I mean, seriously, you don't need to be an artist. I feel like design ideas are everywhere that translate well into quilting designs. I found them in hotel carpets, in wallpaper, in diner upholstery. In fact, recently, my husband and I were at a concert, a live event, and the artist had a, um, a backdrop on a huge screen behind him, and it was kind of a randomized scallop shape and I leaned over and poked my husband and said what do you see what do you see in that backdrop and of course he knows me so he started laughing and said a quilting design of course but yes quilting ideas are everywhere and one last feature that I love about edge-to-edge -edge quilting is it can be a real problem solver if you've got some challenging things on your quilt top 
So we think, for example, of having bulky seams that need to be quilted down securely so they lay flat in the finished quilt. Being able to fudge a little bit with where the quilting lines lie can really help to make that quilt lay perfectly flat. Or maybe it's got you know, some excess fabric easing here and there and that needs to be taken up. That can be done easily with an edge-to-edge -edge design and particularly with one that's appropriate. And by that I mean something that's got some curvy shapes, some circles, some bubbles, that will really take up any of that excess fabric and result in a perfectly flat and beautiful quilt. So to me, it's a problem solver too, and what could be better? So if you're interested in seeing what some edge-to-edge -edge designs can look like, scroll through my IG feed. I'm Stitched by Susan, and I post lots of photographs of the sampling of a number of different ETE designs. ETE, by the way, is just shorthand for edge to edge. So you can get a real good feel for the different types of designs that are out there and look for the ones that are particularly um, highlighting the texture and letting the piecing and fabrics that are in a quilt really shine. And another place that you can see designs is on Pinterest called My Gallery Edge to Edge. And I've tucked a link for that, a direct link in the show notes. So if you want to check out that board, it's just an album of different designs that I have quilted. So again, that'll give you a feel for the possibilities that are out there. And I encourage you, check those, those feeds out and see if you agree. Edge to Edge truly is beautiful. If you are a machine quilter, I invite you to tune in to the Live and Unscripted events hosted on my YouTube channel and Facebook page on the first and third Friday of every month. They're streamed live and in real time, honestly. Even the thread breaks and the oopses are there. I just welcome you into my studio to watch as I work through a project and chat about the techniques and decisions as I go. Plus, they're interactive, meaning you can ask questions and get answers about the project while I'm working on it. So once again, those air the first and third Friday of each month, and the replays are always available. Just look for Stitched by Susan on YouTube or Facebook. Thanks so much, my friend, for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this explanation of Quilt as Desired. Would you take a moment and share this episode with a friend or two that you think would enjoy it as well? I'm Susan Smith, and until next time, may your sorrows be patched and your joys be quilted. <laughs>